what is up my dudes okay this is my second time recording this uh video um i messed up the first time <laughs> i got the whole thing wrong you know i wasn't even reading it correctly i should probably read beforehand but i mean who has time for that so today we're gonna be going over i think like about five um haunted objects you know i'm getting all of these from just one uh, uh one website oh my god what was that um bustle.com they're kind of like a buzzfeed-ish type of news-ish place um i'll probably find some way to you know get the article or the description or whatever but that's where it's from gonna be kind of reading off of it uh skimming through it that's probably why i messed up the first time so without further ado let's take a sip of our uh, big red and uh get into it that was me taking a sip <laughs> so the first object or doll on the list is robert the doll and for many of you or some of you that may not know this is a haunted doll that just causes problems left and right <laughs> so he's currently in a museum do not worry so when key west artist i'm i don't know where key west is i'm pretty sure you can google it and figure it out i don't know Anyways, whenever Key West artist Robert Eugene Otto, or Gene, you know, as his family referred to him, um, was four years old, he was given a doll as a gift. This is where I got it screwed up the first time. He was given a doll that was dressed up in a sailor-ish suit carrying a tiny lion. So I kept on referring to it as a tiny lion, but it's a doll that um, is holding a tiny lion. And, you know, little tiny Jean would wear a sailor suit and his doll, Robert, would also hold a tiny little... Wait. No. Jean would wear a tiny little sailor suit and Robert would wear a tiny little sailor suit. But Robert was holding a lion. I'm so sorry. I got that messed up. Again. So, from the moment that he appeared, I think he got it as a birthday gift. From the moment he appeared... Um, just weird things happened with the family, you know, like things would go missing, um, Jean's parents would hear him giggling with someone, you know, like with a really deep voice when they would pass by his room, furniture would be overturned, you know, Jean began having horrible nightmares, toys would disappear, and whenever they would reappear, they would be mutilated. For any of you that may not know what mutilated is, I say that very weird, but if you do not know what it is, it means like just like messed up like limbs missing like hair chunks pulled out all of the jazz you know you can probably google it and it'll give you a better whatever it's called better description um so whenever any of these things whenever any of these things would happen or whenever any of like just weird occurrences would happen um gene would always say that robert did it and you know as being like what a five-year-old pretty sure they didn't believe him but that was until you know more things kept on happening it was getting really weird you know at that point you know the whole family especially the parents they were done so they banished robert to the attic um just you know a regular attic <laughs> um and i say that because people would 
walk by the house, you know, like their neighbors or just like anybody. I guess their neighbors because um, they would claim to see a small figure moving in the attic. I'm pretty sure they thought it was Gene, but I don't think Gene was allowed in the attic because he was only five. So, you know, they would see it in the little attic window that they, you know, attics have. And, um, you know, from then on, they thought it was cursed. So, you know, I guess they gave it to a museum or whatever. Um, somehow it got into the museum at Key West Fort East Martello or Mateo uh, Museum. You can visit them now, but you have to ask, and this is the weird part, this is the scary part, you have to ask his permission to take photo so if you take a photo without his permission um bad stuff happens to you i'm pretty sure the same thing happened with uh the whole annabelle thing where people would um like make fun of the doll uh, whenever they were in ed and lorraine warren's museum they would make fun of it and um you know like they would get into really bad accidents so i'm thinking that's the same thing that happens here um they never really went into much depth with it but i'm just guessing they also state very adamantly that you should not bring home a replica of the doll so like if you see it or if you see a replica of it don't do it apparently it's like really bad i don't know not that i would if you see the pictures you can look it up terrifying jesus christ also i do realize that i say jesus christ all the time and i do realize that i don't cut out my mistakes but i just i like to keep it authentic and you know i also really really am bad at <laughs> cutting and trimming <laughs> video sorry i should probably cut that out but i you know i'm probably not you know people also say you know a lot anyways on to the next haunted object and this object is actually a painting it is called the hands resistant painting um if you google it i'm pretty sure you'll recognize what it is um just you know a lot of people have gone over it um it's pretty known as well but for any of you that don't know it it is also referred to as the haunted ebay painting um you know the real name of it is the hands resist him um i think that's what the painter named him but it was found on ebay so it's gonna be forever known as the ebay painting <laughs> the haunted ebay painting to be specific now this piece was found on the site of an old brewery by a couple from california they put the painting up for auction on ebay um in february i think of like early 2000s or maybe 2000 exactly and claimed that the characters in the painting sometimes moved on their own so wow that that is something and occasionally even escaped the boundaries of the painting itself now i believe in a lot of stuff you know i believe in ghosts and goblins and ghouls and all that crap but this is kind of stretching it um but for the sake of this i'll just believe eventually this piece sold for get this one thousand twenty five dollars just just for a painting one thousand dollars <laughs> I barely even spent 25 on a painting, let alone 1,025. You know, apparently, you know, it was 
really liked people really wanted it in their house they thought it was like cool like oh guys you know like at dinner parties they'd be like susan look i got like a haunted painting very prestige you know beautiful i guess <laughs> i guess that's what they thought i really don't know so you know but i'm sorry you know i got sidetracked um while there's no denying that these pe this piece which features a young boy and a doll-like girl standing in front of a window in a sea of disembodied hands is a little on the creepy side it's probably not cursed i'm just reading off of it i already said that um <laughs> sorry the artist bill stoneham is said it was based off a photograph his parents took of him and a neighbor when they were children he himself was really surprised that people said that uh, this was haunted and like the story attached to it. Um, I'm guessing that people just, you know, whoever sold the box, or sold the box, sold the painting, um, just, you know, wanted to get it more. They probably knew that people were really into creepy stuff and, you know, all that jazz. And I'm pretty sure they were surprised when they realized that it sold for a thousand. $25, which still amazes me. Um, amazes me because it's not even a known painting. It's not like a Da Vinci painting, but you know what? You do you. Um, buy your paintings. <laughs> so the next on the list is the Divic box. I just went over that one. I'm not sure if I'm going to post it before or after, um, but I'm just going to skip that one. Pretty sure you know it. If you don't, go watch that one because it is very interesting. I go into depth about it, about the history of it, about where it is at now. Um, and a little bit, I dip into the Post Malone thing. Not really. I could do a whole video on that one. <laughs> but anyways, on to the next one, which is Annabelle the doll. Now, if you don't know who or what this is, then I'm pretty sure you've been living under a rock because this is one of the most known uh, objects or dolls, um, haunted anything really, um, right now. You know, they made movies about it, there's countless articles, YouTube videos, podcasts about it. Um, it never really, I never really found out um, what the backstory of it was. Um, Apparently, according to the article, uh, this doll was purchased, used from a hobby store in 1970. So I don't think they know what happened to it before 1970. So I guess we're just starting at 1970. <laughs> it is a little Raggedy Ann doll, and it would later be known as Annabelle. Um, now this Annabelle spent a considerable amount of time terrorizing a pair of nursing students before paranormal experts Ed and Lorraine Warren my people, I love them, um, before they were called in. Although initially the spirit within the doll claimed to be that of a young girl, Annabelle Higgins, um, who had been found dead at the age of seven, eventually became clear that this was not the case. Um, if any of you may or may not know, or if any of you don't know, um, spirits, especially the more evil ones, demonic spirits, um, they claim to be children because you know people trust children more and usually if you see a child spirit it is not a child spirit if you know what i mean so the warrens determined that annabelle 
was actually a demon posing as a spirit of this little girl. And even worse, that she was intent on stealing one of the nursing students' souls. You know, not their hair dryer, not their brush, not their nail polish, their souls. Um, and that is a lot. Even if you don't believe that we have souls or, you know, whatever the hell you believe in, um, that is still a lot. <laughs> so... An exorcism um, was done, I'm guessing on the doll, and it seemed to have solved the problem. But the Warrens who took Annabelle with her, wait, but the Warrens who took Annabelle with her at the conclusion of the case ended up building a locked case for the doll after she started getting up to her old tricks at her new home. Guessing her new home was um, Ed and Lorraine's occult museum in... I can't think of where it is, but you can just do a quick Google search and figure it out because it comes first on Google. And I know that because I've looked it up many times. So they put her in a box. You can see it on pictures. Um, once again, just Google it. I swear I'm not sponsoring Google. If I was, I probably wouldn't be doing this. Um, I'd probably be seeing them much more. So this doll later on, you know, stayed there and went on to, you know, I guess you could say make more movies because she was in many, many movies. That's where she got her fame from. Um, I kind of quickly went through that one and didn't really pay attention to what I was saying because, I mean, come on, I'm pretty sure you don't want to know either. We've heard it a million times. <laughs> you even saw the movie and if you didn't, then what are you doing? So, fifth on the list, or I'm guessing fourth because I skipped one, um, would be Thomas Busby's stoop chair not stop chair stoop chair i messed that one up too um so thomas busby um kind of sounds like busby sorry <laughs> was a um from thirsk what is that a place thirsk north yorkshire um i know some people say yorkshire but i just like to say yorkshire because i feel like really cool saying it Anyways, people claimed that he was not a nice man at all, like evil, <laughs> and you'll come to find out why. So in 1702, I don't know where they got that date from, but in 1702, he came home to find his father-in-law sitting on, oh my god, sitting on his chair. So he got really mad at Audie, which is, um, you know, his father-in-law, and he was like, you know, get off my chair, kind of like Shrek, except instead of get off my lawn, I was like, chair, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, he got really mad at him for sitting in his chair, and, you know, Audie being like the person he is, like just a reasonable person, I'm pretty sure any of us would do that, um, he threatened to take his daughter back. Now, I know that sounds kind of weird, but if you think about it, it was 1702, um, women were property, they weren't, you know, they weren't anything but man's property and for whatever to do with him. Pretty screwed up, but that's how it was. This was like many years ago. Many. <laughs> so before Busby threw Audie, his father-in-law, out of the house, um, not, yeah, uh, he, yeah, he threw him out of the house, and then later that night, Busby 
got a hammer, went to Audie's house, and this is where the screwed up part comes, he beat him to death with a hammer and hid the body in the woods. Now, that body, of course, was found, um, or I'm pretty sure this whole conspiracy thingy, whatever the hell it is, wouldn't exist, but the body of Audie was found, and Busby was tried and convicted. Now, what happened to him was kind of, I'm not going to say screwed up because he did kill someone, but a little bit screwed up because he was hanged and tarred and left in a gibbet by the side of the road. And I'm guessing a gibbet is like a little hole or something. I don't know. I'm kind of guessing, but I'm not sure if they um, hanged and then tarred, but I'm pretty sure they tarred and then hanged him. That sounds pretty reasonable and um not reasonable but that sounds like they would do so they did that to him but little did they know before he was tried and convicted busby went to a little i guess you could say bar an inn or whatever right across from where he was thrown um you know after they tried and convicted him and he said that may sudden death come to anyone who dare sit in my chair now um that was his favorite pub and i'm guessing that was also his favorite chair i don't know if he's talking about that chair or the chair at his home um they don't really explain much in this article getting me a little mad i don't even know if i might update this upload this but um yeah so after that uh terrible fates have befallen many who sat in that chair so they would get brain tumors car crashes you know like the whole works all of that very very terrible stuff would happen to them so in 1972 many years after this dude died you know that was like 1702 to 1972 um they decided to hang the chair upside down in the pub to prevent anyone from sitting in it. And thank God, because knowing my dumbass, I probably would have sat in it. So, um, the sixth one on the list, and I'm thinking it's gonna be the last one I do. Um, I'll probably make a part two of this because they do have pretty interesting ones as I'm scrolling down that I don't really know of. Um, wish I said these first. So the last one that I'm gonna do now is Anna Baker's wedding dress. Um, never heard of this one actually. Uh, I've heard of a lot of them but never this one. So in 1836 Iron Master, Iron Master? Elias, Elias, Elias Baker purchased a mansion near the Alangi Furnace in Altoona, Pennsylvania, maybe? What is PA? I don't know what PA is. Wherever PA is. So shortly after, he, his wife Hetty, and <laughs> Hetty, and two sons moved in. Elias and Hetty welcomed a third child while they were there and named her Anna. So, according to the stories, by the time Anna had reached marrying age, not sure when that was, but I'm pretty sure very young, she had fallen in love with a local steel worker so they got engaged in secret you know even after going so far as to obtain a beautiful gown for anna to wear at their wedding 
Alas, though her father discovered their plan and forbade Anna from marrying the man she loved, he was too low class for her. So they were like, no, you're too low class, you know, bye, you can't marry him. So the match would never do. The wedding dress went unworn, which is very sad because they're expensive and she probably loved him. So she died an old maid never getting married, which is also really sad and breaks my heart, in 1914. The dress remained on display in the historic, historic, historic house museum in Baker Mansion. Um, it eventually became for or it eventually was there for quite some time and ever so often it would appear to dance all by itself which is kind of cute this one is not as scary because i think it's just the dress moves um from what i'm getting is it just moves and you know it's, it's that's really cute it's kind of a sweet story a, a bittersweet story um you know she never got to marry the man she loved even after she uh you know, I guess was able to like leave, but I'm, it was like the 1800s, so I doubt she was ever, you know, able to leave. They probably kept her doing housework or something, which is really tragic. Um, so the dress was displayed to um, memorialize uh, her and it degraded too much um, due to exposure to the light, so I'm pretty sure they don't have it on display anymore or in direct light. Um, but that is the last one I'm gonna do. Um, I'll probably read off the next ones that I'm gonna do next time. Um, the next one is The Crying Boy, um, The Woman from Lem Statue, The Bassano Vase, and Myrtle's Plantation Mirror. I heard that one before, but a lot of these. I haven't heard of which is kind of a shocker but I'm so excited to read them to get it correctly um, so that next time I'll be able to actually give you correct information maybe I'll do a little more research next time but uh, this was fun you know just sitting at my desk hella cold because I left my window open uh, chilling with the cat, sipping some big red, telling some ghost stories around my makeshift fire, which is also known as a lamp. So, um, I'll probably figure out some way to put this article if you want to read it. It's very interesting. Um, wish they went more into depth, but I'm pretty sure you can go more into depth yourself. Um, personally, I probably wouldn't go into depth either if you're making one about 10 articles long. Uh, but that is that and thank you for listening to this very very tragic story or stories and hope you have a horrifying day